Hey guys, um, thanks for joining again. Um, I hope everyone is um, enjoying being home if you're home. Um, I hope that everyone is in good health. Um, I hope that whatever struggles you're going through, that God make a way for you. So today I wanted to discuss what I do for my own self. I know many people probably have their own kind of things that they do for themselves to, you know, just keep them entertained during this time and to not be bored. So I just want to share with you certain things that I do in my life that, you know, I do constantly just to, like I said, keep myself busy and stuff and just focus on the right things in life. So let's get started. So one thing I like to do for myself is to drink tea. I really love tea. I um, didn't really love tea back in the day so much because I think back in the day it was just like not really good tea out there. But I find myself loving the green tea. Matcha green tea it tastes so good so i've been really spending time making tea and enjoy enjoying like lattes cha teas and stuff like that and you know just really being able to drink something that makes me you know feel good inside so that's one thing I do for myself. And I try to do that and drink tea. Not only in the mornings. I try to drink a tea in the morning. And I try to drink tea also um, in the evenings or in like late at night sometimes. Like me time in a way. You know, just to relax a little, take it easy and just enjoy a nice drink. And if I don't drink tea in the morning, I'll drink tea in the afternoon. So that's one thing that I love to do now is to make tea and to drink tea. Um, another thing I love to do, which is pray. I love praying. I love praying to God and just thanking God for another day and for his blessings and for his um covering me and keeping me and my family safe and providing for us especially during this tough time so praying really helps me to stay focused on the lord and to not make the enemy come in any way to change my mind or my mood or you know, um, make me feel, you know, sad or depressed or nothing like that. So I love just focusing and praying, you know, to God because God really, you know, helps me to stay focused and to, you know, continue to just praise him, you know, because, you know, he loves me so much and love my family that he has been working everything out for us and just, and God just haven't been blessing me. He have blessed and continue to bless other people too. Say, so what God do for you, he'll do for others. 
So I just try to focus on the Lord blessings and, you know, his grace. Um, also, another thing I like to do is to read my Bible. I love to read my Bible and I have given myself a little schedule to read my Bible. And I think it's good to have a little schedule, you know, because sometimes um, when you have a schedule, you're more dedicated. And I find myself being more dedicated to the schedule than not having a schedule. Because sometimes you don't have a schedule, you're like, oh, I'm going to read, and then you forget to read, and you don't read your Bible. When I have a schedule now, I have to read, and I know I have to read. And I know that it's something that I have planned, and it's in my day to do. So I definitely try to stay to my schedule. The schedule I have... Um, is I read my Bible, um, I believe three times a week. I have, yeah. So I read my Bible on Tuesdays and on Thursdays and on Sundays, yes. And I read it three times a week. I pick up the word of God and I read my Bible. So I used to read my Bible every day. Every single day I used to read it. But then I realized that it's kind of hard to read it every day. You know, it's not easy reading it every day because you have especially me, I have children and you know, you know you have a family and sometimes things get in the way, you know? So and I get distracted sometimes where it's like, oh, I'm going to read and I never read. So I'm doing the schedule to just stick with it. And hopefully, too, me sticking to this schedule would increase me now to add another day. So to read it to where I could read my Bible four times, you know, a week. So I think that helps you to build up now reading your Bible more days than you really schedule, you know, to read your Bible. But right now I'm trying the three times a week and um, I'm going to try to stick with that. And then, you know, if I feel like, no, I want to read another day, I'm going to add another day to it. So reading my Bible is very important to me. Very important to me because reading your Bible gives you strength in the Lord. Reading your Bible... You know, allows you to have a relationship with God. You know, reading your Bible, you know, make you stronger. You know, reading your Bible give you hope. You know, reading your Bible give you peace. You know, God give us peace. His word give us peace because when we see what's going on in the world and when we read God's word, it comfort us. God give me comfort through his word. And he give me knowledge. He give me lots of knowledge. You know, I always say this because, you know, it's in the word of God that I try to live by. In the word of God, it says, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. It also said, do not love the things of the world. And I live knowing that we are here for a short time. We're not here to live on earth forever. You know, I always say we're just passing through. God is going to take us home one day. 
And it's good that God tells us that. Because God is telling us, don't get absorbed into what's going on in this world. Because it says in the Bible too that the prince of the world is Satan. You know, God tells us not to, you know, be consumed to what's in the world. You know, God tells us to, you know, live our life for him and live the way he wants us to live through the word of God. You read the word of God. You know, it tells us how we're supposed to live, especially in the New Testament. You know, when you read Matthew and um, Mark and John, you know, and you continue to read on during the New um, and Peter, if you read those scriptures, you know, it tells you how you should live your life also inside the Bible. You know, it tells you when Jesus was on earth, you know, and what he did and what his disciples did, you know, and how the people lived during that time and what God wanted them to change and how God wanted them to live. So the Bible gives us an idea on how we should live in the word of God, you know, and that's how we're supposed to live. We shouldn't live how the world lives. We should not live how the world live. You know, we should definitely live the way that God wants us to live. And the reason I say that because it's in the Bible. This is God's word. So living through the word of God. Because God has reassured us already that we're not here forever. You know, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. So God already, he went to make a place for us. So God already told us that, you know, in Revelation 2, the ending of the world, right? So God already let us know, listen, you're not here forever. You know, the world is going to come to an end when I come back. So be prepared. That's the whole point. Give your life to God. Be prepared. So when God comes, you know, in the night, when the rapture comes, and you you sleeping, God want to come and take you home. God want to come and take you home. He wants to take all of us home. You don't want to leave anybody behind. And thank God for the tribulation. Because the great tribulation now, you know, God is going to still give you a chance to repent. So God is telling us to, you know, I'm coming again. And I'm going to give you more than one chances. But with me, and I know with, you know, God's people, God, we don't, we want one chance. We don't want two chance. We want the one. We made up our mind the first time. And we don't need no second chance. It's like, God, we accept you. Period. We accept you as our Savior. We don't need no other chances. But some people are walking blind and not in the light. So you need that second chance. And, you know, as believer, yes, we do backslide. We do. But repent. You know, repent. Just pray to God and ask God and say, God, I just want that first chance. I don't want no second chance. 
please let me continue to hold on to you because I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be left behind. So, you know, that's another thing I do for myself. I definitely um, read my Bible. So another thing I like to do for my own self is um, definitely write, you know, um, I like to write letters. And I like to write letters to my husband and to my children. Um, I bought these letters as letters to my daughters, letters to my husband. And um, these letters, the book, it's like, it's not even a book. It's like basically letters. It's like a, a, a letter form book that has letters inside that you write you know it has you know questions for each um letter and you just write down what you want to write down and the book is by um leah redmond so it calls um letter to my daughter letters to my husband and the reason i like to do that is that I kind of want to have memory. I want them to remember or know certain things that, you know, I was feeling about them during that time. You know, or I want them to know about how much I love them. I think that's the main thing. You know, for my husband and my children to know how much I love them. And I wanted to write them letters so they know, you know, things that I did and things that um, I continue to do for them. And just to tell them how much they are important to me and you know how they was raised so especially my daughters you know i want them to know um how they were when they were younger i want them to know um certain things about them you know you know and i want them to know how much um they were a blessing to me when they were small and they still are you know i want them to know also about my life you know like i said before things that you know i went through or did or you know open up my eyes in a way to do better and you know i just wanted them to know how much i you know love them and appreciate them and you know my story or not even my story but you know about their mother things about their mom that they probably didn't know that they'll know now you know and also i wanted to write um letters also to my husband i bought the book to write letters to my husband and the funny th and the crazy thing is this i ordered Letters to my daughters, right? One book. Then I ordered letters to my baby, right? 
And I got it, and when I read it, I thought I could use it for my other daughter too. And when I read it, it really is a baby book, like questions about babies, you know? But the thing is that I decided to use that book for my husband, let it to my baby, because it could re- it relates to, you know, um my husband. It really does. Like the nurturing, the love the love that you have for your husband or the questions really do relate basically. So I said I'll use that for my husband. And then I ordered another letters to my daughter because I have two daughters. So I did order another letters to my daughters. And sometimes I just, you know, sit on my bed and I just write. You know, and anytime I write in one, I write in all three. You know, I write in the rest of them. You know, I just don't write in one and that's it. If I'm going to write in my letters to my daughter, I write in all the books and my husband also. So, you know, that's another thing I love to do. I also love to write in this, in a, I guess you could just buy any book you want, but... You know, I have like a um, Bible kind of journal and it has biblical quotes, um, quotes inside of it or biblical scriptures and you reflect on those scriptures. So I also like to do that where I do have a book where I do read, you know, and write down inside of that kind of book, which is like a journal book. So I like doing that also, you know, it just made me praise God, you know, not only I, from, you know, reading my Bible to praise him also, but, you know, I try to praise the Lord also by reading scriptures and writing down in my journal, you know, that helps me a lot too. just give God thanks for that scripture and what's going on in my life during that time and say God made a way you know whatever the scripture is I try to relate it to my life and I write down things to praise God and give him thanks for I like doing that I also love to sing in the house I love gospel music and I love to sing I love to sing and I love to sing a lot of gospel songs. That's all I listen to is gospel. And I love to sing um, Grace Thrillers, like I said before. I gave you my list before. And um, of CDs and singers that I do love to, you know, sing from. So that's one thing that I really enjoy. I think singing just make you be in a spiritual connection with the Lord and just to praise his name. You know, it's like something takes over you too where the spirit of the Lord just enter you in a way of connection with him. And you just like, just praise him and just thank him for his mercy and his grace. You know, when you listen to gospel music, it opens up your heart. You know, it opens up your soul. You know, the words that you know you hear and you sing you have such a connect to it you know 
you like Shirley Caesar, what a friend we have in Jesus. You know, when you sing that song, it's like you just like, wow, God is a friend, you know. You know, it's you are my friend, my friend. I never knew till then. Oh, my friend, my friend. Hold my hands, hold my hands. So it just give you such a connection with the Lord to say to you, God is more than a friend. And he is a, more than a best friend. You know, when I sing that song, I just say to myself, God is more than a best friend. And God is your friend. There's no other friend like him. You know, there's no other friend. And God friendship is special. It really is. It's more special than any friendship you could ever have in a human being. It's more special than the relationship that you even have with your mother and your father, your sister, your brother. It really is because God love is unconditional. And you know, the love that God has for you, even when we sin, he forgive us, you know? And God always try to, God always make a way for you. So when I sing that song, it really touched my heart. To know what a friend I have in Jesus, all our sins and root to to bear, you know. So singing that song, it just really touched my heart, you know. That I like to just continue to to praise God and just say, God, thank you for being my friend, you know. Thank you for being a friend, you know. When I had no friend, thank you, God, for you know being with me when. I couldn't call on anyone else to rescue me or to help me. You know, some people say, well, you're lonely. No, you're not. As long as you have Jesus, you have it all. You know, it says in the word of God, what if a man gained the whole world and loses his soul? You know what that means? You die and everybody in the whole world saying good things about you, remembering you, saying how wonderful you are. You gain everybody knowledge of you. Everyone knows you. And they just, just you know, give you all the, you know, um, encouragement to say this man was a good man or this woman was a good man. And throughout the world, someone say your name, that person know you. There's nobody in the world that don't know you. That would, That is what that means. But then when you die now. You die not being saved. You die not accepting Christ as your Savior. You die not having God in your life. You lose your soul. That means you lose everything. You gain the whole world love of you. But guess what? You don't mean, you don't enter the kingdom of heaven with God. That's the worst thing you could do for yourself as a human being. You enter the world without, you know, being in heaven with the Lord. You know, it's like it's better not to be alive. Because if you don't know God who is everlasting life for you, where you think you are going to go? You know, so 
what when I say that it's like focus on the Lord, you know, because like I said before, this world that we live in, yeah, is not permanent. You know, it's just temporary. You know, if you want everlasting life, give your life to God. You know, ask God to come in your heart, your mind, your soul, you know, live for God. And that's what that means. You know, living for the Lord, you know, going to church, reading your Bible, praising God, do, giving your tithes and offering. That's what that means, you know, and people have to realize we need to just continue to put God first in our life. Stop trying to be like the world, you know, stop trying to dress like certain people you know, in the world and, you know, do sinful things, you know, just live for the Lord, you know, and you see how much you'll be happier. You know, that's the whole point. You'll be happier. You'll be at peace. Life isn't easy. And I'm not saying that once you give your life to God and you accept him as your savior and you live for the Lord, your life is perfect. No, <laughs> your life is not perfect. <laughs> You're still a sinner, yes. But as Christians, we repent. And not only that, is that the enemy will still try to attack you. The enemy will still try to hurt you. But the difference is you have God. The difference is you could call on the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost for protection. The difference is you could pray to God and say, God, please help me during this time. God, please protect me. God, please heal me. That's the difference. And everybody can ask God to heal them and protect them and to, you know, ask God for guidance. But just don't ask Him just because you're going through something and once you know God rescue you and help you that's it there's no more relationship with God continue to have a relationship with God you know continue to you know worship him you know continue to live for him so I just wanted to share with you the things that I do um and that's that's it I don't think I do anything else besides those things to just you know keep myself you know mentally you know connected with the lord you know i do a lot of things with my children yes but for myself these are the things i do for myself and i also yeah there's one more thing to do i also do and basically i do write you know um things i do have another mom book that i use that I write down um, journal for my children. So it's a journal mom book. And I just write down things about my children in it. And sometimes, you know, I just write down what they say. That's funny. And I want to remember. And I want them to know these are the things you used to say when you were small. So I do do that too. You know, I do love watching the cooking channel too. That's one of my favorite things. I love to cook. I love, 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 love to cook. I love to buy um, cookbooks. You know, I could watch Food Network all day. And I mean all day. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I really love to do. Those are my, you know, um, 
lifelong, you know, activities that I do for myself to just keep myself, you know, grounded and keep myself, you know, occupied and just, you know, keep peace in my heart and in my mind and in my spirit. So those are the things I really, yeah, I like to do. And I love to decorate. I do. I will change up my living room like every three months or so. I love to change up my bedroom, the kids' room, you know, fix up the place really nice. I love decoration. I really do. And organizations. I love when things is organized and looks good. That's just another thing I love to do too. And I could watch decoration um, on YouTube all day. You know, I could watch also people decorating their rooms or their living room or, you know, um, their bathroom, you know, their kitchen. I love watching those stuff too. I really do. Because it gives me an idea of how I want to fix up my place and how I want my place to look. It just inspires you to kind of make your home look nice. You know, and that's one of the things I love to do. I like when my home look good, you know. If someone is coming over, trust me, I'll clean this place from top to bottom. And I put all the new stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Because you want people to come to your home and feel comfortable and be like, wow, this is a nice place. And not only, it's not that you're looking for them to say that, but you want them to feel comfortable in your home, you know. I don't think or know if anybody will want to go to somebody's home and there is a mess and dirty. They wanna, they will want to run out that door quick and fast if your home is a disaster. Okay, nobody's gonna eat from you or wanna eat from you <laughs> if your home looks like really bad and dirty and all of that. So, I like to definitely, you know, keep my place clean and, you know, um, wipe off my furnitures and keep the furnitures clean and organized and looks good yeah i do i listen i always been a been a person about you know representing yourself well you know you know and it's not well for a moment you know i like my place looking good regardless if somebody's heat coming or not i like my place looking nice and, you know, it's not about material things. No, it's just about basically, you know, breathing. You know, you could breathe in your place. You're not getting sick from nastiness, you know. So I like to make sure that my place is a healthy place, you know, that I could live in. So that's all I like to do. I like to do um, those things. And um, I hope you enjoy listening to me today. And um, I hope that, like I always say, I hope that you guys have a podcast also so I can listen to, you know, certain things that you may do or you may like to do. You know, I would love to hear, you know, about it. So God bless you all. And, you know, like I always say, keep God first. And, you know, I hope God is continuously blessing you and your family and just providing for all of us. So take care and um, be safe. Bye.